Hi, thank you so much for joining me on the second episode of the podcast. Um, if you could please introduce yourself so everyone knows who's talking. Sure. Uh, my name is uh, Police Chief Joseph Burrell. Uh, perfect. So this podcast is laid out almost like an interview. So I'll be asking questions and then you will answer them. That sounds great. So our first question, when did you become police chief and how did you first get into police work? Uh, I became police chief in 2007. Uh, January of 2007, I was sworn in by then Mayor uh, Mayor Bill Steenstra. Obviously, it was an exciting uh, time for me uh, from a professional standpoint. As far as how I got into police work, when I grew up in Bloomingdale, there were many times throughout my life where I had encounters with members of our police department and became friendly with officers uh, who worked for the Bloomingdale Police Department. And while in high school, I actually worked for one of the officers. You know, he had said to me one day, he said, you should really uh, consider doing law enforcement. And, you know, the Bloomingdale Police is hiring. You should take the test. So, uh, you know, it was at that time I, you know, I'd given it a lot of thought. And uh, I really admired uh, the law enforcement officers in Bloomingdale from afar for a long time. And uh, I ended up uh, taking the Bloomingdale Police Test in 1987. Um, So since you've become police chief, what has been the most challenging part of being police chief and how did you overcome it? Well, uh, the challenges are every day. So uh, to get into particular challenges, there's challenges every day. You're dealing with residents of Bloomingdale, people who frequent Bloomingdale. You're dealing with your staff, your officers. Uh, There's so many moving parts that the challenges um, that I face uh, seem to be daily. Uh, Some of the bigger challenges that I've had to face as my time as police chief, uh, I would say we're dealing with Hurricane Sandy. And of course, most recently dealing with the uh, pandemic uh, of COVID. Um, also, just as a general question, could you give a brief description of your responsibilities of as police chief? Well, uh, as police chief, I am tasked with um, making sure that all the residents and the people who uh, become involved or, or frequent the town of Bloomingdale are safe. That's uh, first and foremost. My objective is to make sure that everyone who comes to Bloomingdale is safe. I would start with that and then it branches out to other areas where, you know, my responsibility is to making sure that the officers of the police department are safe, making sure that the officers of the police department are trained properly, making sure that the officers of the police department are part of a culture of a police department that has compassion and cares about the people they serve. I deal with a, a lot of different areas that, you know, uh, include overseeing a budget, a $2 million budget uh, within the police department. And uh, again, just a, a lot of different responsibilities that go on in the day to day to make sure that the uh, police department is running efficiently. And since you started working in the criminal justice field, what has been your scariest experience? Honestly, I, I would say the night of Hurricane Sandy, while going out and checking the conditions of, of, of the roadways and throughout the town was certainly, a, you know, a, a scary event uh, because while traveling on Hamburg Turnpike, I, I saw a shed fly in front of me, a mailbox and tree fall all within a, you know, a quarter mile stretch. Uh, so that was pretty scary. But otherwise, uh, there, there's other incidents where I've been involved with calls with people who have had guns or weapons. But again, you're trained for those areas. Uh, so I would say uh, the Hurricane Sandy. If you had to describe Bloomingdale in one, in one word, what would it be? Uh, family. Real simple.
Right. Um, so on the Galena Police website, it says that you attended the FBI National Academy. Can you speak more on that and your experience? Sure. Um, I was selected. Four uh, percent of law enforcement in the world get selected to attend the FBI National Academy. Uh, I'm still to this day wondering why uh, why I was selected, but I will tell you this: it's been uh, personally the highlight of my career. It was a uh, just under three month endeavor. To uh, I went to Quantico in Virginia, and. Uh, was trained with leaders from all over, not the United States, but all over the world, internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were taught different leadership skills and different things throughout that many-week period that are used to bring back to your department to make you a better leader to those people that you serve. Um, the networking is worldwide. Um, I have friends in, in law enforcement throughout the world. They are lifelong friendships that I've now developed. And again, it was a, a, a lot of classroom training, a lot of physical training. I was running 15 miles every day. Uh, we would have physical fitness just like a gym class. It was a lot of mental training, but I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Well, if you could say something to the young kids or people who are interested in criminal justice today, what would you tell them? I would tell them, we want you. Um, <laughs> And the reason why I say that is right now there's a perception in law enforcement that you know maybe it's not a career that is endearing to to uh, many, but I will say this: we need good people. So I would say to the young people, we need you. We need good people to come into this profession. We've lost good people, and we want to see good young people, um, caring people, people who have a good work ethic people who are really interested in, in you know, helping people come see us because we want you. So uh, based on what you just said and based on your experiences in the criminal justice field, has there been any changes in your job in the last few years due to the ongoing national debates? And if so, what do you wish you could get people to understand about your job that maybe is misunderstood as of right now? Well, uh, right off the top of my head, there have been a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. There's been changes in bail reform. Uh, that have at times been frustrating from a law enforcement standpoint. Uh, There's been um, perceptions in law enforcement based on headlines you see that, you know, uh, you'll you'll see some terrible things in the headlines that law enforcement officers did. That's not everybody. You know, uh, that's that's a few, you know, extremely bad apples. But the the whole um, picture gets painted with that brush. And and I feel like we all get the negative impact of of those few individuals. Um, I will say uh, one of the big changes, and I'm extremely happy about it, is the body-worn cameras. Uh, That has, uh, you know, been a big change, but it's been beneficial. It's so important for us to be held accountable for our actions, as well as individuals that we're dealing with to be held accountable for theirs. And I would say the body cameras have been a tremendous addition to law enforcement and a big change where you you are pretty much under the eye of that camera, you know, with with every move you make. And you better be prepared. You better be on your game and you better be professional. What would you like to see more of from the people of Bloomingdale? Well, quite honestly, I'm not sure if there's much more I'd like to see because the people of Bloomingdale are so supportive of our police department. I love the people of Bloomingdale. I love how they support us. Where on a national level, you may see defund the police department or people down on their police department. Absolutely not the case in Bloomingdale. They support us mm-hmm. uh, tremendously. I and we as a department are blessed to have them. This is a great town. So changes that I'd like to see from the people, 
I would say uh, not to change, but just keep keep that positive vibes and positive uh, feelings that you have towards our police department. Keep them coming because we really appreciate them. What has been your biggest accomplishment in your career and out of your career? Well, I would say my biggest accomplishment in my career personally has been attending the FBI National Academy. Right there with it would be, uh, you know, becoming police chief. You know, obviously that's you you've reached the top of your profession, you know, uh, when you've reached that position. So I would say, uh, you know, that they're neck and neck, but, uh, you know, I would say attending the FBI National Academy has really left a mark with me that is uh, the highlight of my career. And personally, obviously it comes down to family and having a family, my wife and my son, you know, uh, on a personal level are, you know, the two biggest things that I've ever had. Um, If you could go back in time and give your younger self when you were first entering criminal justice a piece of advice, what would you tell yourself? I would say from a life standpoint, start saving money, putting money and preparing for the future now. When I used to look at 40 years old, I would say, boy, that's old. Uh, You know, that's a long time from now. 50 years old, that's a long time from now. So now I wish I would have, you know, saved better or done, you know, some things financially to put myself in a position that, you know, uh, really would have uh, been beneficial now. But, you know, I didn't see it that way when I was younger. Have you had any other jobs or careers? And if not, if you have, which one has been your favorite? Well, I have. But, you know, honestly, I started at the police department at 18 years old. Mm -hmm. So my jobs were uh, my job experience was very limited prior. Um, Believe it or not, I worked at a gas station on Hamburg Turnpike in Bloomingdale, uh, right up at the uh, intersection of Main Street, Bloomingdale and and Butler on Upper Main Street. I worked at a gas station there. I worked on a for a trucking company on a loading dock um, where every night I'd work nights and and load trucks. Obviously, uh, those were jobs, you know, that I was 16, 17, 18 years old. Um, I even worked at a graveyard you know, on weekends. So uh, those were the jobs that I had leading up to law enforcement. But uh, my life experience was pretty limited when it came to um, working. And quite honestly, uh, you know, I started on the police department at a young age. So what is the value or belief that you hold that you're unwilling to lose? Uh, Integrity. I live by integrity. Sometimes it's uh, a matter of doing the right thing all time is tough. You know, uh, and especially in the position of police chief, you're under the scrutiny or you're under the eye of many people. But if you stick with your integrity and do the right things, uh, the rest will take care of itself. Who has been your biggest inspiration in becoming or being police chief? Uh, that That's a, a real easy one to answer for me. And that would be uh, Chief Edward Fletcher. Um, chief Fletcher was the police chief who hired me. He took a chance on an 18-year-old individual who he saw something in that I'm not sure what it was, but he gave me an opportunity that has turned into a lifetime for me. 36 years on this police department now, I would have none of this. I would have, you know, many things I have today, I owe to Chief Fletcher. He gave me life information and experience. He gave me personal information and he just was uh, like a father figure in a lot of ways. And so many things in life that he has shared with me uh, has made me a better person and someone who I admire and look up to at the highest level um, to the point where words can't even express it. All right. Well, I think that was a really great question to end on. 
Um, thank you so much. I think this was, you said a lot of great things and I think I learned a lot from this podcast. So um, do you have any last comments or maybe a word of advice before we leave? Well, first of all, I just want to thank you for taking the time out to, to conduct this interview with me. Uh, I think it's tremendous that you have the uh, foresight to, you know, care about what, you know, people in pos different positions within the, the borough of Bloomingdale do or who they are as people and uh, kudos to you for that. As far as piece of advice, I would just say uh, right now we're, we're in, a, uh, in a time that is very chaotic and people just need to keep their heads up and be truer than themselves and you know stick to what they believe in. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much for being here and everything you do for the town of Bloomingdale. It was great having you and hearing all your responses. Thank you.